Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you're listening, support these people because this is work that's going to save lives. Oh, This is important work. We don't talk about sex a lot, and it's political work. It's activist work. It's radical work, and I appreciate what you guys are doing. And if you're listening, support these motherfuckers because this is important. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. And my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic. Mime with silly toes. Mom, I knew you were going to goddamn mention the overlapping toes. Mm-hmm. They're not silly. This is a deformity that you created by putting on sh- shoes that were way too tight for me when I was a little boy. Okay, first of all, that is not true. Okay? That is a genetic deformity that you got and you inherited from my father, who's got the exact same condition. And I'm sure that it's impossible that both myself and his mother put both of our one-year-olds in too tight shoes. Today on the podcast, we interview... I don't want to have this conversation anymore. No listeners don't want to listen to it anymore. In fact, we have an incredible interview coming up. It is with Michael Bloom, who is an outstanding musician. Outstanding. I'm going to go see him at Lollapalooza. That's really exciting with a 12-piece band. Not only is he an incredible musician and awesome singer, he's hilarious. And bright. And bright. He went to uh, Yale. Oh, Jesus Christ, mother. <laughs> Not that I'm uh, impressed or anything, but he went to Yale. And the he... other thing you should know, we've been getting requests for more gay and lesbian identifying people on the show. And... He identifies as gay. So this is a yeah. treat for you, all those who want that. And once uh, again, I have been reminded of how vanilla I really am. We talk about uh, Grinder a lot. And, and Grindr, uh, exactly... if you don't know what that is. It's like the the pre, pre, predecessor 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 to Tinder, Tinder, meaning that it started in the gay community. We're all cool. Did you know this? A lot of very progressive sexual stuff starts in the gay community. Like, for example, uh, grooming. That's it's that's fascinating, mother. How do you know that? I talked to some gay guys when uh, back in the day, and they told me they were doing it. Oh, that's nice. You've seen it in your own experience. I well, well, not gay guys, but I've definitely noticed that uh, people talk a lot more about grooming males and females than ever before. The ma- I, said, okay. I actually saw manscaping. Yes, I did. Wait, what? I can we just get to the? I, can we get to <laughs> yes, the episode? Okay, yeah. Basically, for listeners, we dive into a few different areas. We we get into how being gay has affected his music and how much he ne- he's able to express himself fully through his music and what he needs to censor he doesn't we, he by the way he doesn't censor anything in this podcast <laughs> he was very open with us which i appreciated very much unbelievable like like for example this is what struck struck me as i i just i i can't even fathom it right now he goes on to he goes on grinder or tinder and he, and he calls 
or somebody comes over that just likes to suck dick, and he gets a blowjob, and they leave. That is astounding to me. <laughs> it's astounding. I just couldn't get over that. I still can't get over that. You, it's like, and he said it's guys a- liked. He, he was he he got on me. Well, we're not gonna. Sh- we're not, I don't want to tell too much, but he actually put me in a corner and asked me about <laughs> spitting or swallowing. He did. He did put you in the corner. He put me in the corner. I he backed me up against a wall. <laughs> I had nowhere to go but to divulge. I mean, he really, which was a little disturbing for me. You'll dis- get to hear that. Yeah, it was disturbing for me too. By the way. About about your 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 well, well he would like nail me up against sucking preferences. Yeah, why is he asking me those things, and why did I feel the need to respond? I don't know, but we went there. You get to hear that in this episode. <laughs> I we know. Also, don't turn that dial now. <laughs> we talk also a lot, actually, about balancing career and relationships. There was there's a lot of uh, yeah, interesting a lot of interest- points here. It's very- I, I highly recommend listening. You do. Yeah, well, at this point, it wouldn't make sense to just turn off the episode. <laughs> you, you definitely gave them, you enticed them, especially with the part about me. So, yeah, you guys want to hear that some more of that stuff? Keep listening. Please let us know your thoughts on this episode about the podcast in general by leaving us a rating and a review in the iTunes store. Mm-hmm. You can also call in and leave a voicemail. We've been getting great voicemails. Oh, we Our got a question, is, by the way. We got to answer that. We will at a different time. Okay. We got to get to the episode. Our voicemail is 323-472-4237. And can I just say one other thing? Patron. 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 P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. This is how how we're going to keep doing this, folks. Yeah. We can't do it without money. I'm just (laughs) going to come right out and say that. We have buying we're buying microphones i want to set up a studio we can't do this without a few donations from you people here and we give a lot of good stuff like for example we will both dance for you okay on instagram you will see cam twerking you will see i don't know why you keep offering me twerking <laughs> i never agree to do you this. even know how to twerk oh i can twerk there you go all right guys stay tuned thanks for listening Welcome to the show, Michael Bloom. Thank you so much, Cam and Karen. It's great to be here. So excited to have um, you. It's so good to see you, Cam. It's great been to years. see you. And Karen, it's so good to meet you. I am a fan of what you guys are doing, and I'm so glad to be here. We are very happy to have you. I, I was so pumped. To, so recently we got a request from one of our uh, reviewers on iTunes said he, they want more gay and lesbian people on the show. Okay. And you said, we we will meet you. We will meet you. And then I was like, who who do I know? And then I was like, oh, Michael Bloom, not only is he gay, but he also, I don't know, you identify as gay? I do identify as gay. It's your, yes. claim, it's your claim to fame. You're the first gay man in the United States. Right. But, but Wait, for, am I the first gay man on the show? No, no. No. Oh, okay. No, we've had many. Okay. But we, oh, we've had all types. I mean. Right. But, I'm about to say I'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah. No, we've we've had a bunch. Um, but what I what I was pumped about is that you're an artist. Mm-hmm. For our listeners, Michael Bloom is an incredible musician, and, and I am a groupie. I my, my I, mom's now hooked on this shit. I'm so glad you like it. You know, usually I was saying before. Usually when I hear music for the first time, I'm like, oh, I don't feel like listening to this right now. You know, I'm just I'll listen to it later. It helps it. You know ease into it mm-hmm. i was just like mesmerized i just could not stop listening to it it's great thank lyrics you. are great thank music you so much. quality 
I really, really voice appreciate is great. it. Everything is great. It's just, it is, it's literally like if you took Sam Smith and John Legend and they had a baby, it might be you. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. We're going to add that to the press sheet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I was so pumped about is that in this, as I was listening to your music, I'm like, oh my God, he's so expressive about his thoughts on relationships. He really gets vulnerable about his, his own insecurities. And I was like, this is precisely what we want to get to right. on this show right right right. i mean you you already wear it on your sleeve mm-hmm. yeah i feel like you know the music for me is definitely about just f- especially the the first ep which is what you guys have been listening to and, and even the new batch that's coming out um it's just about you know fully exp- i just feel like my my one of the main messages of my artistic platform is and i'm just going to give you the vulgar version there is no time to give fucks we all live once. 100% agree. You know what I mean? There is no time to give fucks. Like, totally what, agree with you. What anyone else thinks about what you're doing, how you're living, how you're eating, praying, fucking, thinking, wearing. You know, as long as you're not, like, fucking with other people, like, do what you want. All there is to do. And, and, and that's my artistic message. And, you know, I, I, I am, you know, I, I think that it's important for me as an artist to lead by example. And so what I do is I just fucking talk about everything because by saying, you guys, there's no time to give fucks. Look, I'm going to tell you everything. I hope to inspire others to realize that, you know what? It's just life. It's just me. This is how I do it. And I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do to make me happy. And that's it. And I think if we all spend more time making ourselves happy and talking about what we need to be happy and what our challenges have been, the world will be a much better place. Uh, This is, you have no idea how much you're speaking to what we've been preaching the whole fucking time. Trust, yeah. right. And it, and it took me 58 years to reach that point, okay? So you, as a young whiffersnapper... <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking how, huge. How, I mean, are I, you? Does it scare you to be this honest about your your whole life? At such Sometimes. a young age, really. I mean, I mean, are you 15, 16? Just kidding. <laughs> oh, really? How old are you? I'm 27. 27. You're just yeah. a little pisher. Yeah. I feel very young, um, but does it scare me? No, um, I think honestly, I think that's. I mean, that's kind of like what I do. Like I'm, a, I mean, I'm an artist, and like artists sing and whatever, make music. But for me, what I do is be honest. Yeah, you know what I mean. A lot of people sing. A lot of people sing way better than I do. You know what I mean. But what I'm best at is just like being myself and being like, yo, this is me. And I just feel like other people can do totally that. Totally authentic. So fucking cool. Does that make sense? Is that like, it, up, is that blowing smoke up my own ass though? Cut this part maybe. But just off the record right here, like, <laughs> is that. No. I don't think Or is that so. just being confident in like the ability. It's being confident, baby. That's, you know what that's I mean? speaking the truth. And I'm telling you, if everybody felt like you, the world would be a better place. I think so. And just kinder to ourselves. Yeah. So, so you're telling me you're recording, you're writing these lyrics, and it never crosses your mind to be like, oh, I don't know if my audience is going to be okay with that or if my publishers are going to be okay with that? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, that, that does cross my mind. And, you know, it's hard to say, you know, what becomes um, genuinely, quote, quote, unquote, you know, it's hard to separate what I'm producing and what is authentically, artistically me versus what uh you know out uh, external inputs we have because at the end of the day you know life is a stage we're always all playing a role we're always all I a, agree we're always all too. in a costume you know i mean especially in sex which i want to talk about costumes and roles in sex yeah, i want to talk uh-huh. about that too you know what i mean and so <laughs> i realize that if the role i want to be playing is an artist who is getting now not just 1 million plays but 5 10 15 million plays 
What are the challenges there? You know, if I do a track, fuck me in the ass, baby, feel so good. Put your dick on my face, mm, like you should. Taste it, lick it, come on the breath. Come on in, over, and this is the best. Like, okay, that's going to have a very specific audience. Yeah. And that, I do want to be an artist that, that is able to reach out and be relevant and to, you know, more than just a gay audience. Because my work isn't just for gay people. What, I'm a gay what artist, was it, by the way? What do you mean? What, what you were just rapping? I just freestyled that. What? <laughs> I just made that up. I don't know. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> wait, so, wait, wait, your point with that, your point with that is saying that y- you do you embrace that niche, or do you? No, my point is that I, I could do that kind of work, and I hope to do some kind of work like that at some point. But right now, I think it's important as I'm building a platform to not. You know, to be a gay artist and be who I am, and it's not that I'm censoring myself, but it's that I'm curating what I'm offering in a way that mm. I know is not going to turn people away. Because yeah. I, I am trying to be, you know, huge. Yeah. And I know I will be. And I know that's because I'm going to be able to appeal to a large segment of people. Mm. And then maybe down the road, we do like the whole little gay mixtape for those people. But like mm-hmm. everyone's down with it because... I've already proven myself as more than that. So it's a very delicate balance always kind of like being true to that piece of my identity while also making it not just about that. But you, I mean, some of your music, you get, you you talk about, you. the quote is your favorite faggot. Right. You you know, you talk about sucking dick. You know, I think that. I must have missed those. Oh, I Oh, really? I was listening to about loving your children or do you really love your kids? Listen to How High after the podcast. That's the the one you should listen to. It's like a slow ballad about like catching up on sex and love as a gay man who just was like pushed away and didn't have access to those kinds of things and thinking about myself as someone who was worthy of sex and worthy of love and worthy of being loved in those traditional romantic ways. Hmm. That's what How High is about off the EP. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I I didn't get all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. How high can you count? It's a letter to straight people. How far can you see? Can I catch up? Will you wait for me? What does it taste like? How does it feel? What is it made of? Do you even think it's real? You know what I mean? Can I ever have this thing that's been designed for you your whole life that I have been systematically left out of? Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. Uh, I got that is wild. This is really good. We're content. This is good shit. I was, I was wondering about your censorship. And then, right. Did I answer that question? I, th- I think you did. I think that is that delicate balance. I mean, we have we have the same issues that come up about how much do we want to share with our audience. Uh, you have those issues. I do not. <laughs> no, you sometimes we we definitely there have been times where we record an episode and you're, and you're like, oh, I don't think we need to air our dirty laundry on the show. Oh, that's true. Especially yeah, if it's involving my relationship or whatever. Yeah, right. It, or, right. Or, that's or a delicate even line. our relationship. Sometimes it, it is your relationship. Yeah. The two of you. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we. Yeah. So some, yeah. I mean, some things don't necessarily need to be shared with an audience. I agree with that. I do agree with that. I think, I think for me in particular, also a lot of the EP and the, specifically those dick sucking references and knock knock, who's there, your fab- favorite faggot? That was, <laughs> I mean, the work feels already rebellious in a way that mm-hmm. is kind of I've evolved since then. Um, I felt like when I was coming out of college and first moving to New York and really defining myself as an artist, so much of it, and as an independent human in the world some of it was about my being gay and yeah i'm sucking dick and yeah i'm doing hip-hop music (laughs) and like that's cool and that was my moment i don't feel i think because i frankly feel more confident in my Mm. sexuality now and just more kind of at ease with who i am there's less of a need to directly put it out there in those explicit terms that said there definitely is like gay shit on the new records so your new record is coming out real soon 
So the first single, I've been working on, in, on a whole bunch of new music for the last six or eight months, and the first single comes out Friday. Oh, wow. It's called I Am Not a Trend. Oh, my God. No Wait, rules. I Am Not a what? I Am Not a Trend. No Rules. Love it. So A trimmed? Trend. A trend, like hashtag trend. Oh. So, oh, my goodness. I can't hear. Are you able to hear us, Mother? Yeah, I don't. You know, I, I just wanted to get a little background on you just to hear your story. I mean, did you all, okay, your your parents' understanding of your being gay? Are they together? Uh, what's the story with that? My parents are together, and they are very supportive of my being gay. Um, I think it was, <clears throat> wow, here you go, example of like something where it's like immediately I'm like, hmm, what can I share here? Because somehow it doesn't, it's not just me anymore. Uh, right. I mean, and that's when that it gets question. the trickiest. Yeah. It does, yeah. Now I'm thinking a little like more carefully. Um, I think my parents uh, grew up in a slightly, um, you know, just a slightly more traditional uh, world just because of their age, A, and just because of like the cultural realms that they occupied and spaces they occupied. What, what, um, area of the United States was this? My dad grew up in Connecticut. My mom grew up in Long Island. And they, they met together uh, at the University of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because of that time and space, I think they wouldn't have necessarily, like, like the idea of having a gay recording artist's son just wasn't on their radar. <laughs> well, first of all, you went to Yale. Were they sometimes uh, parents of people that go to expensive Ivy League schools get a little disappointed when their kids go into oh, an artist I'm, field? How do you know I'm that, Mom? I'm not saying this is me. <laughs> Even, <laughs> I'm just saying that could happen. Right. <laughs> I mean, I am yeah. not one of those parents, obviously. I don't right. think they're. I think they're largely supportive of my creativity too. But I definitely do think about it as a as a tie-in. You know, like my sexuality and my choice to pursue a creative path for me are like. I don't know. It's kind of like one in tandem, just like the sort of. Oh, really? Yeah. Why is that? I think that my dealing with being gay and sort of like what that meant to like learn to love myself, despite what I for many years saw as a setback and as a detriment to my character in person. I think learning to deal with that and learning to love myself in a new way has fueled my creative output in a way, because I just think like in general, the dopest artists like went through some shit Yeah. and they have like a perspective because they grew. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, that's I, a good. That's a very valid point. You know, I th- so yeah. I think the growth like informed it. I think yeah. art might just be our way of tr- like tr- trying to expressing your tragedy. Maybe right. express your tragedy or figure out a way like to fit in again or like to express that feeling of not fitting in. I mean, right. for me, my comedy mainly is about uh, you know feeling like. Uh, um, well, this weird situation I found myself in with these, <laughs> why are you pointing at me with <laughs> yeah, with what? a sex what? expert cougar mom right and 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 a murdered father you know this I didn't know yeah that. we we talked oh, we talked about it many years ago yeah, yes yeah. we did oh my gosh I'm sorry that now now is this on the air now I'm uncomfortable <laughs> again it comes up every fucking time okay well, yeah. every episode yeah. we talk about this shit anyway that's a it's a weird thing that it, whatever makes you feel like a fucking outsider like oh maybe I don't fit in with the rest of the world it, I think art allows you to start it gives it re- meaning or something like I that I think so too I definitely think so I think yeah. And for me, also about relationship. Like, I, I often feel like a fucking freak show because I'm always wanting a more meaningful relationship than most traditional straight men are supposed to want. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want the just uh, one and done or, like, one night stands and shit mm-hmm. like that. And that 
tends to make me feel like a freak. Uh huh. You yeah. are a little freaky. Cool. So I think that's a good segue into right. sex. We we did have a listener question. Okay, come cool. In. So it it came in a it, listener question. Yeah, yeah. Right now? What do you mean? Well, from on our uh, on our page, we got it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this uh, um, from experience. This person saying from experience, casual sex is so much higher in the gay community. Uh huh. You know, sex is the easy part in this community. Real connection or intimacy is what we're searching for. Has mm. that been your experience? It's definitely easy to have sex in the gay community because men in general. Well, you know what? I have to also say that I am a cis man with a beard. I'm white. I'm 5'11". You're a cis man with a beard? Yes. What's a cis man? A cis man is a man that was like born a male sex person as opposed to like a trans man who was born a female sex person. So, okay. So like on Grindr and in the gay community, there's like a lot of transphobia and a lot of like even I would argue internalized homophobia as well as racist homophobia in which like certain ideas of men are um, deemed, you know, the most worthwhile, the most sexy. So like in general, and I've spoken to a lot of my, my like gay, gay friends of color men, gay men of color, friends of mine who have said that on Grindr, their experience is often that like, no, these, these people are not responding to their messages. These white boys don't talk to them. Mm. And it's like, there is this hierarchy. And then I feel like, you oh, know, wow. I'm, I feel like, okay, in certain ways, like I'm like, okay, I'm white. I have a beard. I kind of look mask, so to speak, depending on what photo I post. Mask? Mask, meaning like masculine. Masculine. Oh, um, yeah. Cause like I there's this whole thing on Grindr where it's like, like the people have in their little bios. We should do a, we could talk about Grindr. There's uh, well, a whole, well, I want to hear about, I love talking about Grindr. Right. We'll get there. Yeah. There's so much. So, there's a whole bit on Grinder where it's like all these boys have mask for mask. And it's like basically they're saying like I'm masculine and I want other masculine boys. And it's like what is that, what is that saying? It's that if, hmm. if these gay boys aren't performing a certain standard of masculinity, they're not worthy of sex within our own community. Do it's you, so self-loathing. Do you – when it's you insane. When it's, you it's choose really to meet so up with nuts. someone, when you choose to meet up with someone, are you looking for mask or – like, I have find? to say that I think that I have grown – out of a lot of what I would call problematic attractions that I've had, I think that as I've become more aware of myself and aware of the various societal pressures that inform my desire, I've realized that there's a lot of like fucked up racist, colonialist, sexist um, input in terms, in terms of my desire and what, and what and whom I'm attracted to. So I, now I'm at a point where I'm attracted to a lot of different people. I'm, I'm attracted to super femme dudes, mask dudes, whatever dudes. Hmm. kind of depends on the vibe. But Does, I feel like does, there was a period. That's just a, a matter yeah. of maturity too, right? I, I think you're right. I think so too. I think you're right. And I've because I think the it's thing. the same thing in the hetero world. You just got to get out of that mode. I have a certain type. Right. That's I think basically you're right. what it is. Yeah. I think you're right. I'm starting to even view people as like, just, these are just flesh bags. Right. What? It, flesh bags. A bag of flesh. What's inside is what I'm going to be attracted to. That's very sweet. Yeah, thanks, Mom. See, and okay, but I want to answer your question, and that relates to which was, has that been my experience that sex is easy but connection is hard? Mm. Yes, sex is easy. And have I been looking for connection? But I'm not, I'm not, I'm working right now, so I don't even know if I'm, I'm open to a quote unquote relationship. But I'm also skeptical of this idea of like relationship and romance and one partner and all that. Like, I'm kind of in a place where, like, okay, like if I meet that person, great, but like I'm not out here looking for my soulmate. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> this is this is coming up. Oh, I'm telling you, <laughs> there are a few people in my life right now yeah. who are non-monogamous, mm-hmm. people that I'm getting closer with. Mm-hmm. 
and so this conversation comes up a ton. For sure, yeah. It's unbelievable that this is such a – this is becoming a fucking thing. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's it, a it, sexual revolution. It, and the person I was talking to last night, was ta- she was talking about how she's – more in love with herself and as the result Ooh. she doesn't require she doesn't require that love to find that love in a partner and so oh, is that called what's that called that's called something too it's Forgot called one. something too it's, that's a, there's thinking, a term for that solo too. sexual solo uh, sexual no 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 but she's but she's still use you know, she, she still finds value and meaning in relationships with other people it's just that she doesn't require one person uh to, to complete her in this in this way and maybe you we'll have her on the show to explain this. Right, 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 right. I feel that way. I feel complete on my goddamn self. Right. So that's what she's talking about. Right. She's like, she's like, why do I need one per like that that ideal of just one partner completing you? That said, I know a lot of people for whom, including a mutual friend of ours, I know a lot of people for whom that is their belief that yeah. there is this person. And I want to just state for the record here that I fully support that because if that may, again, there's no time to give fucks. If yeah. that makes you happy and you want to have a husband for 65 years. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. God bless you. Yeah. And Cause look at, look at my parents. They've been married for over 60 years and they have like the, one of the best wow. relationships I've ever right. imagined exactly. I mean, in terms of their mutual love for each other. So it's amazing. That's wonderful for them. Um, you know, and Okay. So, I just think it also depends on the stage of your life, too. You right. know, maybe a relationship really worked for you at one point, and then you're following your career path right now, and maybe multiple relationships are better for you. Right. So when you're going out there dating right now, mm-hmm. you're using Grinder. So is there is, – is, I'm Grinder. I'm on Tinder. I'm on Grinder. Uh, I Yeah. So do you have to Sometimes explain? I meet people in real life. Do you have to <laughs> – what do did you have, just say? Sometimes he meets people in real life. <laughs> do you have to explain, hey, I'm not necessarily looking for a serious relationship? Or is it, do uh, you, does that even come up? There is a conversation usually about what are you looking for. And sometimes it's head. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and that happens. I mean, God, I'm not going to. I don't know if I can have my mom listen to this. but She, she fucking has heard everything. You should, are you kidding me? Oh I my know. God. But this, this, is, this mom, is vanilla lately. This right. is nothing. <laughs> You know, sometimes we it's had, head. We hit man whore on here. Come right. on. But um, sometimes it's like, you know, I'm going on a date with this guy this week, and it's like, and again, I'm not always going on dates. Sometimes it's just like, what's up? Come over. But I'm, I'm definitely careful, and like, I have like a few people now who are like, whatever. Not a few. <laughs> I don't know. I'm losing my. You, you, got, you are wrong. I got, I got caught up yeah. here. <laughs> I got caught right. <laughs> you had a few people. What are you having? Gangbangs going on? What's going on over there? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. My point is. <laughs> What I am looking for right now, people ask me, is I say I'm 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 not looking for non-sexual relationships. Sorry, I just banged the glass there. Wait, you're not looking for. I'm not looking for non-sexual relationships. So I'm looking to. We can go on a date and have a drink, and like be sexual. Well, if we can see what the vibe is, and if it's a vibe, let's go hook up. Mm. If it's not, nice to meet you. And I've just wasted hopefully no more than forty-five minutes because usually I know within five minutes. That's how I feel. Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes you're saying that if you're not. There's no chemistry. You're not going to bother being a friend to then someone new. Exactly. I don't need new non-sexual new relationships. I don't like the yeah. word friend and I don't <laughs> like the word lover because a lot of my closest lovers are people that I'm not having sex with. In fact, currently all of my lovers are non-sexual lovers. I don't oh, have any wow. sexual lovers at the moment. But mm. that's why I'm, I, I am delicate about those words because I feel like, you know, that's part of the revolution too in terms of like breaking it down. It's like, I care for there are many people who I would consider a lover who I'm there for who know the most about me who I know the most about we're texting all the time da, 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 they're my people I'm not having sex with them 
You know, I'm getting what I'm getting into these days is this idea, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast. Of love, for me, love is not just like an on and off switch. It's not like oh, I'm in love or I'm out of love. I mm. think it's very much there are gradations of how much mm. you love someone, and and so love can grow over time. It can, and it, you know, there are degrees to which mm. you can. So the, that the idea of lover does not necessarily work for me either. Right. To an extent, I'm a love. Everyone is a goddamn lover, like zero percent, one percent. You know. Right. You know. Right. So interesting. I, I well, Michael, that too. Michael, you you could be not looking for a relationship and then just really only want to spend your time with this person that you meet on Grinder. And this is what I'll say to that: I'm open to that. If yeah. that happens, I've never had that. I've never had a quote unquote boyfriend. I've never had a real long term regular sexual partner or a boyfriend or whatever. I'm very much open to that. I do not have that on a pedestal. I don't define my success at all in my life as based on that or related to that. Hmm. And if do you that have happens, notches in your bedpost? He's got notches. I don't. Oh, it's a hold I've, on. No, to, they keep banging the, because you you fucked a lot okay, of people. Okay, so here, here another oh, question. Oh, I don't know that you. one. Okay, well, got you. Do you think because you're starting to become pretty famous now? Because I'm I'm your number one groupie right now. But besides me. You're going to have a lot of people interested in you, male and female. Right. I hope so. So what's what's going on there? How's that, that going to affect, affect you? You know, it's funny. I I have had a couple flings or not flings, but I've hooked up with a couple guys who met me in the context of seeing me on stage. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's very it's very magnetic and attractive. And um yeah, I mean, you know, nothing's ended disastrously, but again, like neither of those boys became like boyfriends or. So what is this? Why? Why? Why do you think no relationships? I don't know. I'm at a point where I don't know. I think, I think it, a lot of it goes back to like honestly my insecurity about sex and like my 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 insecurity about being sexual because I didn't know and understand what it meant to have gay sex or to be a gay man and my own homophobia until I was really 21 20 22 and really started to say wow I can like really loving myself in the face of my my homosexuality um I think that delayed my sex my sexual activity in uh-huh. a way and at the same time I'm a fucking driven motherfucker yeah. I have a lot to do I've always like given myself a task and accomplished them and done big things and I'm doing that right now I'm an emerging pop artist in New York City mm-hmm. and it's just not a priority now yeah. and I fucking live in New York where dating sucks anyways so alright I'm just gonna get my career popping yeah so I've experienced the exact same thing mm-hmm. and it's only been times where I'm like I'm, I'm actively going to stop pursuing my career as strongly as I have always been right. so that I can make a relationship it Relate. It was a conscious decision ha- to make right. relationships because it, it is. It comes down to hours in a day. Yeah, I it mean, does. It does. And, and emotional bandwidth. Like how yes. much? How much can I give to another person? Yes. yes. And stopping masturbating. Oh, because you have to get horny to. No, Cam has done that. Where does this come from, mother? You said you stop masturbating, so it forces you oh, to go out. Oh, I see. I meet see. People. I see. Yeah, oh, that's kind of smart. Libido. Well. Yeah. I feel that. Anyway, so I, I had a question related to this actually. Okay. A lot of your songs are about like you have relationships. Uh-huh. High frequency, I think. Uh-huh. They all talk about your your the speed at which you're moving, yeah. especially with oh. regard to this career. Wow. I swear I'm high. I swear I'm real. I'm not the kind who's trying to steal. I promise I'm a good guy giving it my best try. I just got a lot on my mind. That's what I found out Is the hardest part of blowing up Without falling back down 
Okay. Background. Okay, analysis, Ben. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> so, interesting. Do yeah. you, so, do you, do, in relationships, it, it sounded like you were remorseful or, or you're sorry or, or mm. something about how much you were le- not giving to the relationships. Yeah. You um, said only got a minute to suck your dick, only got a minute to love you. Yep. But I, is that remorse or is that just observing the facts? I don't know. I, don't, so how I do think you, that's that was observing my, the facts that's my based question on what to you. this conversation's held so far. <laughs> right. I would have to – yeah, right now I would say it's observing the facts. and but Because the song's not just about romantic and sexual relationships. It's mm-hmm. Actually, I, it originally was written, honestly, about family and very close friends. Yeah, that was my vibe there. Um, yeah. You know, just like I, there's a lot of people I'm close with in New York and I have people I want to see. And New York's hard to see people anyways. And – I'm working and my, my, you know, my family, my parents live in New Jersey and it's hard to like keep up with everyone I want to keep up with. Yeah. And also just like keep, you know, have time to myself. I'm always making face. I'm always, you know, I'm keeping a lot of people happy all the time. Yeah. 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 Did I answer that question? I mean, well, I don't know. If it's Well, my question was whether yeah. like, what are your feelings about that? Like, it seems like you, this is important enough for you to actually write a song about finding the balance. Mm-hmm. So so it mo- there must be some some struggle there a little I'm bit. I'm psycho- psychoanalyzing you right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I might have to just pull the artist answer right now and say it's up to interpretation. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's cool. I want to hear about this grinder date. Also tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened here? You said you, yeah, give us, so what, give us a story. So I met this guy. Like, this is an interesting situation, actually. This is a rare, this is an unusual grinder date, actually. This is not a usual case for me. Um... First of all, I don't go on many grinder dates. Generally, over the last year, I've gotten more into just like getting head on grinder. So literally, like I'll make it clear, like, hey, what are you looking for? I'm looking for head, and these <laughs> these boys are just out here looking to suck dick. Looking okay, for head come over, all come the over, come and places. go. It's called come and go. They come over. You know, I asked if they've been tested. Whatever. They literally come in. There's very few words exchanged. I pull down my pants. They come and suck. They want to suck the dick. They suck it. They Get swallow. Get out of town. Leave. This is gay people. You're talking about sex is easy? Yes. No Hold on. Way. Hold on. Okay. Let, let's walk us through this. Okay. So you're on Grindr. <laughs> okay. I can't I'm, like, I'm looking for sucking oh dick. No conversations. Hopefully, hopefully you don't speak English. No, no, no. It's come not about over. that. It's, hopefully you do speak English because I want to communicate very explicitly. I, I was kidding. I know. Okay. I know. But all right. So walk me through what happens. They walk in the door. Next. Walk in the door, and there's been situations where it's like, hey, what's up? Can you um, pull up one of these conversations on the, on the app? <laughs> I want to read uh, verbatim what this looks like because it's mind-blowing to me. And what, I don't know if I have like, one recently. You, it's been a while. Are you wearing like a lounging jacket or something yeah, what with are no you, pants underneath? You just what's open the door. What are you wearing? I don't know if this can be another thing now. I'm now <laughs> freaking out about it. We can talk <laughs> about it, though. You can talk about I it. I might have tell. to think about it. Um, I don't know if I have a message like this. It's been a while. But it, okay, so but, but it basically would be come like come over and suck my dick. I mean, Is it's there not quite like that. It's like, like hey, what's up? And then you know, there's questions of uh, as we talked about, like, hey, what are you looking for? And honestly, it'll just be like, oh, honestly, hey, what's up? Sometimes there's a little banter back and forth. There's usually immediately pictures sent back and forth, like of your dick or of could be whatever. Face. Could oh be like yeah. Usually people want like a, a big term on grinder is face pic. Everyone wants to see a picture of the face, and then it's like okay, you can send dick and body pics too, and then it's like oh, okay, you're hot, whatever. Oh, very super sexy dude. Okay, I like your pictures too, whatever. Then it's like well, what are you looking for? And I might just be like if I'm just in a mood where it's just like 
I just want to fucking get some head. She's like, honestly, I'm just looking for some head right now. And these boys, and I've been in the other situation. I'm less down with just going over to suck dick because I just feel like the health risks are a little bit higher. Um, like, do you wear condoms when you suck a dick? I am not sucking sucks. random dick like this. Um, no, but, well, so so do you wear a condom? When someone when sucks my comes. dick? No, when I don't. And I know that it's not zero risk, but I get tested regularly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think worst case is, like, someone sucking my dick is, like, okay, I'm going to get chlamydia and I'll take some antibiotics. And it'll suck, but, like... <laughs> It's not the end of the world. You know, I'm not, I don't think I'm, like, exposing myself to, like, HIV high risk at all by, like, getting head from random people. But what about herpes? I mean, yeah. You know what they say about loving herpes? Everyone has herpes. Herpes lasts forever. Right. I don't have herpes, but maybe I do and I just haven't had a breakout. Also, like, what are herpes? They're like, okay, some things break out on your skin sometimes and it sucks and you don't fuck while you have them a breakout. Like, we Don't also, even get me started with that, okay? It's really bad for women. Really? I, it hurts. Yeah. Well, he's not getting involved with any women anytime soon. I'm also soon. not getting involved with women. I mean, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I'm not going to Well, I did up. have a threesome with a woman. Ugh, Whoa. Oh, baby. I should have brought my friend uh, who I was just with on this, pod t- on this talk with because she would have gone in and we could have talked about it together. She can come back. Yeah. Wait, so bring wait, her wait. in. Call her right now on the phone. Do you Put want her on me speaker. to? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I just, have to hear this. Come on, this is. This I mean, is I can just tell stuff. you. Was this a threesome? You had a threesome with her. Wait, we also want to get. I, I just want to stay focused because we also are going to finish this head story and talk about the date, and then we'll do threesome. Okay, fine. So yes, the boys come in. They and these boys want to suck dick, and they just are down. Do they, like, are they good looking guys? Do you? I mean, I have some standard. Yeah. I mean, does it matter to guys? I don't even know. If I, 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 I have, it matters. To, I think it's like personal preference of like how, you know. It may, well, he also, he has to get aroused. If it's someone who's not attracted to it all, he's not going to get aroused. Yeah. He, why doesn't he do a dog if it's gonna, if that's the case? Well. Cam, how can a I dog mean, give him head? If he puts his peanut butter on his penis, you can give okay, him Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I'm not. I definitely think there's some attraction. Um, but, the, but it's also <laughs> just getting head. It's just like. Just like <laughs> so it's some big, <laughs> ugly, hairy. Guy walked in that, that was completely repulsive. Well, I've seen and- pictures of them at this point. I've, I've chatted with them enough. Usually I like to FaceTime also. I'm really into oh, FaceTime. I'm really yeah. into being like, Sometimes hey, let's talk on FaceTime. Sometimes pictures can be uh, a little I doctored know. up. So you're giving your number to these random guys? Yeah, that I'm comfortable with. And oh, okay. you're giving your apartment. Look, are you guys – look, is, I, did I come out here to be <laughs> to have my, my – my, uh, my choice dude, is I'm actually dude, demoralized. I, no, I am actually envious of your your like freedom because my anxiety would have prevented me from getting like giving out my number. I used to be more anxious about it. I've gotten more comfortable with it. I think part of the unknowns that you guys are referencing for me is part of the eroticism. Ah, there's oh. danger in it. There's danger and it's hot. Yeah, to yeah, totally. yeah. Totally, it's danger and like. Yeah, and it's quick, and it's kind of anonymous, and it's like very just like um, what's the word when you just transactional? Like, transactional, yeah. So, all right, so go on. But just to be super clear, it's super communicated, and it's very. I'm I'm all about open communication, dude. Hey, I, if both people are on board, yeah. So I just legal, want you to come over and suck my dick. I don't want to reciprocate. And these boys are like, that sounds great. I just want to swallow some cum right now. Wow. Oh my god. Wait, seriously, they want to swallow cum? Yes, these gay boys are out here. <laughs> Of course, you don't want to swallow cum sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I don't want to swallow cum. Yeah, but sometimes do you? But sometimes do you? But sometimes do you want to swallow cum? Sometimes, probably only because of someone's going to feel better about it. But that's not really a big priority for my life. Well, okay. Women are not any any woman that says, "Oh, I just love swallowing cum." It's probably like doing it because she saw it in some porn and thinks the guy wants to hear that. 
No, I think this some women thought. love to swallow calm. So, yeah, some and and you're saying Why, some because guys they think want... it's going to be some sort of better for their skincare or something. No, it's just, just like hot to just like clean it up, and there's no mess. Just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> My mother is here. Well, I'd like to get a uh, listener's response on whether or not. Do you like swallowing cum? Do you do it for your partner? Do you do it because of the mess? What are you thinking? Right. I'd be curious, too. All right. So keep going. I want to, We got those three points we got to cover. So that was one. That was the, the random head stuff. Okay. Um, two was tonight's date. So tonight's date is unusual because it's this guy I met. Mind you, I just want to be clear. Like, I'm not out here like getting my dick sucked by random people, like five new people a week. It's like there have been like a small handful of partners over the last year or so that I would okay. say I've been more comfortable with this. Is it a bullfish lie? What is it? No, it's no, no, no. a complete That's freaking true. lie. I could tell by That's the Dude, you're turning red and you couldn't even sit in your chair. No, what I was going to say was that it's also fun to do like when I'm traveling. If I'm just like oh. in the city, hey, I'm playing a show at so-and-so. Like I'm just like a dope musician in town for the night. Come suck my dick. <laughs> and these, these boys are definitely down for that. <laughs> yeah, man, I, you think it's because... Uh, they like sucking dick or because oh. they think you're going to be famous one day and they can say, hey, I fucked this. I don't think dick. they know. They don't know I'm going to be famous. I mean, they might know I'm a musician and like think that's hot, but like they don't know that I'm like, they don't know how dope I am. It's got to be pretty interesting that, I mean, your whole sex life is affected by your career. It is. Yeah. This is, this is well, going to change that, I guess that's mine. You're going to have to be careful. For me as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to sex party soon. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I was invited to go to a sex party. You just talk like a... I'm going to the movies. <laughs> right. I'm going. To I'm going to a sex party. Right. And that would not have happened had I not had this podcast. That's so dope. career definitely affects your sex Very life sometimes. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Tonight's date is with this guy that I met on Grinder about two weeks ago. But he's dope. He's like a student. Um, he's like a PhD student. Uh, I don't want to give more details about him for his, you know, personal whatevers. Yeah. But we. He's actually in an open relationship um, with this dude. <clears throat> but the dude lives in another city and the, the the dude that I'm talking to is here for like a month and he was kind of just looking to hook up in, in New York while he was here just like whatever on Grindr just really you're just chatting you just want to meet people you're in a new city you can just meet gay people ask excuse me for a bar recommendation whatever just connect with other gay dudes um, he and I ended up he immediately was like oh we, we kind of just had like a chemistry like the, the banter was just immediately like more than just like head you know it was mm. like we, it was just a vibe and he asked for my number, and I was like, sure, and I gave it to him. Isn't it amazing you can do this via text? You could get a sense for whether this person's going to be able to banter with you. You can. It's definitely. fucking insane. Definitely. It's, totally. it's totally bonkers. Although I've seen it fail. I've seen you get false oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, false yeah. negatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, too. Okay. But uh, whatever. He, we ended up FaceTiming and chatting for like two hours or three hours about just like everything. We just kind of had a connection. He was just a cool guy. And... Um, so we're going to hang out. We're just going to go for a walk, probably smoke a joint and just see what the vibe is. But it's interesting with him, I, because we had this connection, because I got to know him in this three-hour thing, I don't want to just say, hey, meet me at my apartment and let's hook up. Bingo. Yeah. Because of that, I, wa- I mean, I hope we hook up tonight, but I want to start with a walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this could, this could be a relationship. This could be a wedding. Except he doesn't live in New York. Which is another thing that I do. I develop feelings for guys that don't live in New York. When they're when they're uh, when they're harder to to actually yeah. create a relationship. Exactly. With I, d- I developed a fondness for a guy in New York. How's that? Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you, know, you never know. I want I want to know what the wildest sex you had. Uh not honestly. I haven't had that wild of sex. Like I feel like I, my I think sex it's pretty wild to have a stranger come over and suck your dick. 
I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> you say suck my dick and someone comes over like a fucking pizza delivery boy. I mean, yeah, but you know what? No, yet? here's why I don't like that description. I don't like that description because that suggests a power dynamic that's like not, you know, fully agreeable and 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 consensual. Well, and the pizza delivery boy is is he's getting paid. Yeah, not for head. He's not getting paid. Oh, but it's a tra- you said it's transactional. So the pizza right. de- delivery boy gets paid in cash. The, the and I got a damn pizza. <laughs> yeah, you get. But there's the a third party involved there, being the pizza store or whatever. Well, the what about the, is the what about the tip? Right. What about the tip? It doesn't matter. It may be not perfect. Anyways, my female friend and I, who's a close lover, um, we had always uh, talked about this desire we had to, like, suck a dick together. Um, And it's something we had tried with a few guys, but, like, it never really just, like, never worked. Because it would have to be, you know, a lot of guys, when they get approached by a dude and a girl to have a threesome, they think, like, yeah, dude, yeah, look, bro, like, let's gangbang this chick together, which is not the dynamic that we were looking for. Like, she and I wanted to, like, be submissive, like, slutty bitches together and, like, suck the oh, dick wow. together, right? And uh, that was our desire. And, um, that was our you know, desire. She, she's a largely, well, she's kind of heteroflexible. I don't know how she identifies, whatever. So Whatever. Wait, you, just, you just wanted to suck a dick together. You didn't want, like, for her and this guy to suck your dick? Well, that did end up a, li- a little bit happening, but the goal initially <laughs> was um, just me and her had this fantasy of, like, slurping up a cock together. Just, like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, very much, you know, just together on it, whatever. So, whatever. Long story short, we went and got massages one night. Um and just a little. And what type uh, of massage? Like 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 a happy ending massages? No 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 no. Just like a, a cute. We went to this like dope spa, like a kind of high end spa. We got out and we were just like kind of like buzzing, and we ended up getting some late night food. <clears throat> and we met this dude, this like who was here for work for the weekend. This Canadian dude kind of just started flirting with him, and it was just clear that he was kind of like flirting with both of us. But I couldn't tell if 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 he was flirting with her in the way that he thought we were straight and like. It was like, come, like, be part of our straight coupleness, which made me nervous because I didn't want him to think that, like, it would be, like, me and her, like, me and him banging her together. Cause, like, right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But basically, long story short, we ended up exchanging numbers with him. It was a vibe. We kind of were like, oh, we should smoke later back at our apartment. Da-da-da. And he was like, okay, I'll text you. And we were, like, kind of freaking out. We go back to the apartment. <laughs> we text him. And we're like, hey, I'm going to come. Can my friend who he was with come? And we're like, honestly, dude. We just want to suck your dick together. Can you get your friend? <laughs> oh he's my like, god! I'm sure. He, I've, I'm sure he's gonna say no to that one. And he did not say no. And he's like, <laughs> uh, he's like, uh, okay. He like didn't respond for a few minutes. We're freaking out. He's probably, but in retrospect, it was because he was, you know, ditching his friend, working it out. But he's like, I'll be there in ten. He comes <laughs> over. <laughs> we smoke together. It's like a cool vibe. We're kind of sitting on the couch. One thing that goes to the next, and like we accomplished, and there was <laughs> we accomplished. There was some other play that happened outside of the established. Unexpected. Unexpected. Wait, 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 wait! Are we talking anything for this girl? Well, it depends how you define for this girl. It's interesting you bring this up. This is going in too. So only he came in the in the in the hang. Wait, only <laughs> he came in the mouth. Sorry. I didn't in the head. Sorry. So here's what happened. So what mostly, am I missing? mostly I, I, was us I literally his need dick. like a thesaurus or a dictionary or something to, to understand most of the things you're talking about. I know. I'm sorry. I have you know we got our own little dialect here in New York. No, but mostly it was us sucking his dick. Then at one point, he and I were standing up, and she was kind of sucking both of our dicks. 
And then there was a moment where we were approaching her vagina, kind of, but she sort of signaled that she didn't want it, so we didn't. And then it went back to just me and her sucking his dick. He, him finishing, him leaving, and then her and me actually both just like masturbating together on the couch. Whoa. Mm. Ah. Which is interesting. Hold on. Let me ask you something now. This guy was considered himself straight or bi or what this did he guy, consider himself? I don't know what he considered himself. He had a girlfriend. He was in an open relationship. He's always been curious about doing something with a dude but never had because he didn't feel like the vibe was right. But with your boy, <laughs> he liked the vibe. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, he was in, and we had a little. You converted, moment. right? It was, and it was so hot. It was so hot, and it was also hot because, like, I was into this female friend of mine, and it was weird to see myself, like, yeah, look at you. Yeah, you it was doing? like, wow, like, in that you didn't moment, go down on your female friend though. So what happened? She and I talked about it afterwards, and she would have been down for us to touch her vagina, but she was being sensitive to me in knowing that. I had had insecurities about it becoming this like straight bro thing, double teaming a girl, uh-huh. which is why she sort of signaled, no, my pussy's off limits oh, right now. Wow. But in reality, which I appreciated, but in reality, in that moment when he, the other dude, started going for her pussy, I was like, fuck yeah, let's go for it. Because you were it was like his eroticism for the pussy made me like want the pussy, slash made me want to see his face and her pussy and whatever. Maybe I would suck his dick while she, he was doing that. Maybe me, me and the girl would make out. Or I, I was down with that so move. a lot of permutations that could have occurred. Yeah. <laughs> 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 there are. Threesomes are so – I mean, I'm just learning with Cam, the first Cam, one. Cam, like, yeah. what would you have done in that situation? Well, Seriously. I've been thinking about this play party a lot. Okay, when okay. is the play party? Yeah, are, was, you, are you getting mentally prepared? Well, I was told that I was invited to one this Saturday, but the tickets – Sold out in five minutes. This, what, is this? <laughs> what is this? Like hot ticks? There's tickets? I guess they're tickets. I don't know if they use Ticketmaster or what the fuck they use for this thing, but it, it goes quickly. Oh my! You got to be on your email if you want to get into these fucking things. And h- how do you how do you like what kind of safety precautions are there at these? I don't know. I, that's are you oh, talking don't, about? Don't, sexual, don't even sexual ask safety? him that. He will yeah. he will resort to Greek know. dancing. Yeah, that's so. In the other room, you can do other fun things like Greek dancing. I don't know. Okay, those are the other <laughs> options. Yeah, those are the other options. What? Those are like play or Greek dancing. Right. For for me, both are play. Anyway, I don't know the safety precautions, and <laughs> this has been a concern of mine. I've also it's it's this you is don't very even know interesting the, to me. The I've never bugs. I've never hooked anything. up with anyone any with any other guys in the room ever. Hmm. So this will be very hmm. interesting. I mean, you should I, totally explore. That's dope. What? Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows, girl? I have no idea. I, I, you, you may actually switch teams. You may I, find yourself with a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have no. I'm, I'm going in. Right. In just seeing where it goes. Good. I, I support fully. I support fully. I, I told him I'd be very disappointed if he comes back and says all I did was Greek dancing. I, I'm going to be right. really upset. Right. Well, that's what I. If he we'll comes see. back and starts talking about the goddamn Greek dancing. I want to know what your sex talk was like with your parents. If, if do you, are you open with them at all about this type of stuff? No, very much not. Um, are I they very sexual in front of you at all? No. I mean, do they no kiss or hold kiss hands? Or maybe anything? and maybe they'll like put the, put an arm around the shoulder, but it, they're it, more loving than they are sexual. Yes, that's what I would say. That's a good way to put it. All right, but do I wish we talked about sex more with my with my family. I do have one sister, and she and I have talked about how like. My parents were awkward about sex, but I feel like she's more like she would never come on the show. Like honestly, everyone in my family would be, frankly, I think, pretty mortified. Really, by this show, by the fa- mortified. Be, 
mortified, meaning like embarrassed if they were to talk about this stuff. Yeah. I wow. think they just it just like wouldn't be in their culture in their personal cultures, which I respect to talk about it, you know, but it's definitely in my personal culture to like talk I mean, going back to what we said at the top of the show, like for me, the way I'm approaching the world and my work and my meeting other people is just like this is what it fucking is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think You're just the, having a good day good times. Yeah. And I think by, especially by demystifying sex, we actually allow more people to like tap in and, and practice safer sex and That's exactly and, right. You know, like and, and know more and ask questions and, 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 and find pleasure. This is, is why great. we do it. Yeah, absolutely. This is why we do it. Um, do you, have they ever walked in on you, or have you walked in them? Absolutely not. They wouldn't. There's no world <laughs> in which they would walk in on me. I mean, I, I I've never brought a boyfriend home to my family. I feel like it's a it's going to be a big like my my sexualization and my sexuality. As much as I'm accepted by my family, I think I, I, one of the things that I'm still dealing with in terms of being comfortable with them is like being even like the idea of like bringing a boyfriend home for a holiday and like being intimate with him at the dinner table, like. Even just holding his hand, like in my head, it's like, oof, I don't know if I could do that. I had the same fucking thing. In, what? Yeah, my first, the first girl I had a relationship with, I was so scared of showing to my dad, and, and you know who this is, and no. she never, she never met him. She, this girl was the most important, like the most, most, most important relationship I had in high school, two years. I never introduced her to my dad, and she never met him. And she was the the only person. Who is she this? She was like my the number what, what one person there for me. What letter does her name start with? You know with? who this is. This is the only important person in high school, basically. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe be, it's mainly because I I was I was very covert was like, about our relationship right. because I felt I, so shameful of like maybe my dad would disapprove or he would make yeah. fun of me for actually having feelings for someone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so she yeah. never ended up meeting him, and she was. The, the main person there for me when he died. How sad wow. is that? Wow, that's a deep irony. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is a... Uh, it's a... It's for the mail, Cam. It's not... Yeah, it's not just for... You introduce them not necessarily... It, it's for them as well, you know, like so that they get to, to see you. Right. They get to yeah. see you in that type of relationship. In that, right, in that space, occupying that But space. that said, I, I, I know that struggle because I was scared out of my mind to right. introduce them. Yeah. I was that. like that too with my parents, yeah, because my dad's a big kidder, and so I had a feeling he was going to make fun of the guys that I brought home. Yeah, yeah. me and too. And it was actually the case. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's obviously it's different with you. Because you're you're in your own little boat and, sure. and journey over here, but well, everyone's on a journey, right? But it's gonna be different. Anyway, you are a cool dude. Thank you. You're you, cool. I appreciate it. I'm so I'm so excited that we had you on the show. I'm just thinking, is there anything else that we didn't talk about that we just need to cover real quick? Like, <laughs> I mean, there's oh, a lot. Oh yeah, I wanted to hear you sing a little bit. Oh my gosh, what do I have for you right now? <clears throat> um, ugh, I don't know about anything. I got here with here's what I got. Give me your, give me your, give me your attention, baby. Uh, I gotta tell you a little something about yourself. Oh! You're a wonderful, flawless, ooh, you're a sexy lady. Uh, but you walk around here like you wanna be someone else. Hey, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I know that you don't know it, but you're fine, so fine. Say fine, so fine. Oh, 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 yeah, girl, I'm gonna show you that you're mine. Mine, oh, oh mine. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Sing with me. Treasure. Uh, uh, uh. That is I what. Know. I'll fuck it up. Oh. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, how do that was incredible. Um, how do people find you? Um, people find me on Instagram, Spotify, everywhere. Michael Bloom, M Bloom Music, but it's B L U M E, like you and me. Oh, like I like Bloom bit. Music. Like and you're blooming. So on Spotify, you're all over the place, and in Instagram, lot you your Instagram stories are phenomenal. I've, oh, I've watched you. them; they're super fun. Oh, if you want to totally know what it's you. like to live as a fucking artist, check out Michael Bloom's Instagram. Check it out. Come What's through. the handle? Oh. And Bloom Music, B L U M E, and Bloom Music. I Michael cannot Bloom. wait to follow that one. Oh, thank you. I already just followed you too. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I imagine our stories are quite different. There might be some overlap. You never know. <laughs> So to all the people listening to this, thank you so much for listening. Please, yes, if you enjoyed so this, please share this with a friend. Leave a rating and a review in the yes. iTunes store. That would really this help This is us. important work. If you're listening, support these people because this is work that's going to save lives. Oh. This oh. is important work. We don't talk about sex a lot, and it's political work. It's activist work. It's radical work, and I appreciate what you guys are doing. And if you're listening, support these motherfuckers because this is important. Thank you, Michael. You can yes. support oh us God. financially is, as well yes. on yeah. patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. Right. Yeah. You can see that in the show notes of this episode. I don't know if you've got a Patreon page, but... Uh, I don't. Can. Not yet. Okay. All right. Well, thank well, you again, and uh, keep singing. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Michael. A little bit crazy, lot of fun. All right. Even I got these bruises that made me stronger, made me prouder. I've grown tall. I'm on a high frequency. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.